welcome to the Prana Om Wellness Podcast, a space where wellness is explored, encouraged, and researched. Here we recognize that everyone is unique and has their own set of pre-existing circumstances that would prevent a one-size-fits-all approach to wellness, which is why we're exploring practices that you can then consider applying to your lifestyle. We all know it feels good. Lean into it. Hello, everyone. I hope you've been enjoying the holiday season so far. We just got through Christmas, and now we have New Year's coming up this weekend to finish off the season, which means you've probably heard people start to talk about their New Year's resolutions. Favorite time of the year. (laughs) New Year, new me. Well, how about we change that up a bit? How about New Year, same me, but with better habits and skills to lean into my authentic wellness journey? Too wordy? Okay, well, maybe it won't catch on, but you get the point. I'm like like trying to make fetch happen here, uh, but you got it. You got it. We're on the same page here. So today we're going to chat about, uh, first of all, just the idea of changing ourselves every year and why humans are kind of obsessed with this idea. Uh, we're just going to really do a bit of a deep dive there. Uh, and then we're going to move on to why New Year's resolutions often fail And then we're going to talk about how you can actually set yourself up for success. So in that portion, I'll actually list off a few different techniques that you can try um, to actually set yourself up for success. So uh, let's just dive into it. So first things first, the phrase new year, new me, like never seems to go away, does it? (laughs) I thought maybe it would be one of those like millennial chuggy things that maybe we would stop seeing, but it, it seems like it's kind of here to stay. So We as a society love the idea of changing ourselves beyond recognition, uh, sorry, recognition every time January 1st comes around. But let's really dissect that. Like, what are we actually running away from or or hiding from to such an extreme that we actually want to be a whole new person on January 1st, right? Like, for some reason, it seems unbearable just to be ourselves for another year. Um, But let me tell you something. At the end of the day, we're actually always the same person at our core. We have an idea of who we are and we call this our personality or our our identity, but really this is just our ego. Uh, We kind of talked about this a little bit last week, um, but there's a difference here between who we really are, aka our our soul or our awareness or spirit, whatever you want to call it, um, versus our ego or our, our identity, our personality. So our ego is what we've become due to every single interaction and moment in our lives strung together. Um, Our identity, what we identify with, is actually just reactionary. So our ego is what we've become due to all of these interactions and moments in our life. And we're naturally predisposed to lean into certain traits and behaviors, but really there's nothing inherent about us. We aren't our personalities or our identities because these things are actually changing with every single moment. And it may not seem noticeable on the daily, but think back a few years. I'll give a personal example. So I used to think that there were inherent parts of me that were unchangeable. I thought, you know, this is my personality, this is my identity, and these are things about me. I've been like this forever. This is just who I am, right? So I used to say things like, oh, I'm impulsive or I'm quick-tempered and that's just who I am. Take it or leave it. That's just me, right? And I really believed, like really believed to my core that those were inherent pieces of myself that would just never change. That was just who I am, right? That, that was my identity. Um, but surely enough with time and a collection of new moments and new experiences and new interactions, I'm different. 
I don't identify at all actually with a quick temperedness anymore. And now I have enough grip on my impulsiveness that I would no longer say it's an unchangeable part of who I am. Now I can still be impulsive sometimes, but I'm, I'm aware of it and I'm able to kind of, you know, maneuver around situations to, to ensure that I'm not too impulsive. Um, whereas before I would have made the excuse that no, that's just who I am. Like I, I can't control it. I'm just impulsive. That's just me. Take it or leave it. That's my identity. That's who I am. But at the end of the day, like in our core, um, our soul or our energy or our spirit or whatever resonates with you is, is never changing. You know, we're this conscious awareness and that piece of us is stuck with us actually forever. We can't escape our soul or our true self, but we can definitely change our identity or our personality by leaning in to where we want to be and what feels right. So instead of it being like new year, new me, it really, it really is like new year, new me with every moment that we shape our identity and morph into this new version of ourselves. Like every moment we're becoming a new person, especially if we lean into it. Um, so we don't have to necessarily wait for a new year to become a different person. And when I say person, I mean our identity and our personality and not our, not our soul, obviously, because like I said before, that, that's never changing. Um, but yeah, like at, at our core, our energy is the same, but the way that we let our ego take shape is in our hands. So we have the ability to channel our energy into anything that we want. And so this new me should really mean a recognition of our ability to change and become the best version of ourselves. And ultimately we know what feels good. And if we lean in, our inner self will guide us towards the right path. Sometimes it, it takes more active intention than others, but all in all, we really can lean into the right path and shape ourselves just by, just by listening to our higher self. So hopefully this resonates with you. Um, but ultimately what I'm really trying to get at is just this idea of new year, new me. If, if we really think about it and like make it kind of an active intention to recognize it every day, you're, you're really changing with every single interaction. Every single moment in your life shapes you and shapes your identity. And at your core, like your soul never changes. That's who you are. No matter like, you know, how far you run or where you travel to or whatever, like you're stuck with that forever. Um, That's something that will never leave you. But there will be moments in your life where you'll look back and think, oh, wow, I used to be, you know, some people may say, oh, I'm just shy, take it or leave it. That's who I am. Like, I'm not outgoing. I'm just shy. But then maybe five years later, after a new collection of experiences, maybe they've, you know, gone to workshops, maybe they've started singing or whatever it is that there are things that they've done in their life to, you know, change that trait. And now they're completely different. And maybe now they're super outgoing and they have the ability to, you know, talk in front of big groups and they're not shy anymore. And so something that they used to think was just an inherent part of who they were and who their identity or what their identity was isn't the same anymore, right? So that really begs a question, like, is there anything inherent about us? And I argue no. Um, I, I don't think that there is. I think that our soul is never changing. That's something that we're, you know, our energy is is oh you know we're always the, the same that way um but our act the way that we interact with the world and the way that we you know act period um those things change literally with with every moment so like i said new year new me it's really like new new <laughs> like new moment new me like every single moment if you lean into it properly can change you um and that's great like you don't you don't have to 
um, strive to change if you think that you're in a good place and like you think that you're feeding your higher self. But like just know, you know, once you have that kind of understanding, the options are really endless. Like you aren't just stuck in this binary of who you think that you are because those things like that doesn't really exist, you know. Um, So with this in mind, approaching a new year should actually feel a lot less intimidating even. Uh, We're able to actually actually like change who we are all the time right we we actually are able to and we do change who we are all the time like i said so if there's something that you want to morph into or become or or you want to change something about yours about your personality your identity maybe you want to become a morning person you know but before you would say oh i'm not that person like that's just not who i am I love waking up at 12, (laughs) whatever it is. Like if it's going to serve your higher self, it can absolutely happen. So the key, uh, sorry, the key here though, is actually to listen to our inner self and see what we actually want or will actually serve us. So if your goal is to become more organized, for example, there will be a way to lean into that that won't consist of becoming obsessive, for example, because then you're not actually serving your higher self, but instead you're hurting yourself, right? If you're going to become overly obsessive, you're not actually like feeding your soul. Now your ego is taking over and you're going to be stressed all the time and that like that's not a sustainable practice, right? Um, so if your goal is something that's actually feeding yourself, um, you know, then then it's definitely achievable, right? So, but if you are instead like hurting yourself, it won't become, it won't morph into a new piece of your personality or identity, but instead just a, a short-term habit or phase that you'll fall out of eventually, right? Um, because it's only the things that serve us that we're actually able to stick to. So that leads me actually perfectly into why people often fail from their New Year's goals uh, or fall off of their New Year's goals, really. Um, it's not really a failure, Uh, So if you find yourself setting a goal and then falling off, it's likely because the goal is too ego fulfilling and not actually fulfilling your true self, right? So our our ego wants things that'll satisfy us or feed who we think that we should be, but our inner self knows what serves us, right? So for example, the common trend is that people will set the new year's goal to lose weight, right? This is probably the, this is the stereotype here. So But if they really dissect why they want to lose weight, not always, but it may come down to something like, oh, I want to fit into this dress or, you know, I want to look like this celebrity. And although this may be satisfying enough for your ego, it's definitely not good enough for your inner self. (laughs) So losing weight in order to fit into like a literal material thing, a dress at that, or to look like a celebrity are only things that fulfill some short-term ego fix, right? And they make you feel valid for a moment. We always want to feel valid. Uh, well, our ego does, not our higher self, but it won't actually fulfill your soul. These things are, are, are just ego fulfilling. So your higher self doesn't care about the way that your physical body looks. It just cares about how you feel. Um, so because it's only your ego supporting the goal, it's easy to fall off the wagon, right? Because you're not being supported from your true self. It's, it's something that is just going to make you feel validated for a quick moment. And then you're going to move on to the next thing, right? So if you set goals for yourself that actually prioritize your higher self or in the beginning, at least combine your inner self with your ego a bit, then you're much more likely to stay on track because you have support from your true self. So like obviously the ultimate goal is to just do things that fulfill your soul or your higher self or your energy or whatever you um, identify with. Um, But it, you know, it's difficult to just start doing that, right? So 
if you can really dissect your goals and try to do something that combines both your ego and your higher self, then that's a really good way to kind of ease into things. So an example of this could be losing weight in order to change the way your physical body looks, which feeds your ego, but also um, doing it uh, like losing weight as a result of running more, which feeds your higher self through the meditative state that you can achieve after hitting a certain number of kilometers. You see how that works? Um, so basically, if, if your why is strong enough, the reason why you're setting this goal and like basically the reason why it's strong enough is because it's filling your soul. Um, it won't really even feel like something that you have to strive for, but instead it'll become something that actually comes naturally because it feeds your inner self. So finding a strong why is actually key to setting intentions and goals for the new year. So really finding that balance, especially at first, between a goal that's going to fulfill your ego, like, like you know, looking a certain way, um, but doing it in a way that actually fulfills your soul. So like I said, maybe maybe that's running because you can get into a really meditative state that way. And maybe bite through running, you know, sure, you're going to change the way that your physical body looks. Um, you may feel healthier, like stronger, uh, have more endurance, all of these things. But you'll also be able to get into this meditative state and actually maybe work through some trauma or work through some, you know, just some issues that you're dealing with at the time. Um, or even just, you know, find the, that meditative state where you're not thinking about anything. And that th- those are all things that feed your soul. So... At the end of the day, the goal is to to prioritize goals that just fill your higher self. But of course, it's difficult just to do that, especially if you've been, um, you know, doing a lot of things that just fulfill your ego. So if you can find that balance at first to kind of ease into this, then then that's golden. So now let's chat about some ways that you can actually set yourself up for success. So. We've already discussed the most important step (laughs) in great detail, um, which is differentiating between your ego and your higher self and finding the right balance to create goals that are actually sustainable. But there are a few other steps you can take that could help as well. Now, before we actually dive into this, though, I do just want to remind everyone that there is no one-size-fits-all approach to wellness. It's kind of the mission here at Prana Om, right? Um, There's no one-size-fits-all approach to goal-setting as well. Um, So at the end of the day, what works for me may not actually work for everyone, but but there are definitely things that everyone can try, test out, and see if it works for them, right? So um, this isn't the ultimate truth, and this isn't an extensive list, but these are a few things that you can try, see if they work, and then, you know, apply what works to your life and your lifestyle and your goal setting. So we've, um, so one way that you can actually set yourself up for success after you've established your why and ensured that it doesn't just fill your ego um, is, is to prioritize small steps. Goals become intimidating when we focus solely on the end goal. So break down what your goal is and create a bunch of small steps that you can take that will actually lead you to the end goal. So when we have smaller goals, it makes it a lot easier for our brain to actually understand that it's something that we can actually achieve. So for example, um, if your goal is to start a business, for example, uh, that makes a positive impact, it can be super intimidating because we don't know where to start, right? Uh, and, And instead make that the overarching goal, but create small steps like creating a business plan by January 30th and then creating a website by, I don't know, February 20th and so on. And eventually you'll reach that end goal. But honestly, by that time, it won't even really be your quote end goal anymore. It'll just be another part of the steps, right? So ultimately focusing on smaller steps will help make a goal achievable and easier to stick to. 
So really coming up with this overarching big goal is great. You know, like I said, maybe it's to start a business that'll make a positive impact, but really breaking that down to smaller goals, it'll, it'll just make it easier for your brain to comprehend. And then you can reward yourself for all of these small um, checks off the, the to-do list, right? So, um, you know, if, if your goal is too intimate and it's a lot harder to stick to and we get kind of scared, We think, oh my gosh, how can we do this? Um, You know, I find myself in that position even here, right? Like this is podcast three and a part of me is thinking like, oh my gosh, how am I gonna, you know, maybe my big goal is to have a certain number of listeners or something, right? Or to reach out to, or reach, you know, a certain number of people and make an impact. Um, And and it's intimidating to think, okay, like how am I gonna get there, right? But if I break it down into these smaller steps, like, you know, just be consistent and post a podcast or like make sure that you're posting every week and that your content is is something that's useful for people those are things that I'm like okay I can do that I can I can make sure that I stay consistent I can make sure that I you know I'm making content that I think is relatable or useful for people and these are things that I can do and afterwards check them off my list and be like okay perfect I did this and all of these things are hopefully going to lead me to the right path right or down the right path um, so really creating these small steps will make big, big goals that you're going to achieve. Um, it'll make them a lot, a lot more approachable. So uh, another way that you can actually set yourself up for success is by not allowing yourself to come up with excuses. Um, I'm not going to be that like aggressive gym teacher here, but stick to your goal <laughs> uh, unless you learn, of course, that it isn't serving your higher self. So but in every other case, stick to your goal and believe in yourself. I know it can be easier said than done, especially with, you know, the, the set of circumstances that we've been given in life. For some, it's a lot easier to feel empowered. Um, I've been very privileged and lucky to have grown up in an environment that, that I, in, in which I was always encouraged and, you know, told that I could do anything. And, um, and you know, I acknowledge that I'm very, very lucky. Um, but I do think that with the right, you know, healing and with the right um, crowd, that it's definitely possible uh, for, for everyone to really believe in themselves. Like I said, it, it may take a bit more work for some, um, and that's totally okay. And you have to be patient with yourself, but just really like, um, you know, prioritizing that mindset is important will make a huge difference. Um, because positive self-talk is, is really important, right? Uh, if we're always telling ourselves that, you know, we can't do something, then we probably aren't going to be able to do it, right? Like we, we need positive encouragement from our peers, of course, but like the most important, um, you know, piece of uh, encouragement comes from our inner dialogue. So I would recommend like writing down all the reasons why you think you can succeed, with your goal and then remind yourself of these things when you need some motivation because it happens like there are going to be days where you know you don't feel as motivated or maybe something happens you're like oh gosh can I can I really do this but if you look back and see that yourself um at one point really believed that you could accomplish this goal then you'll be like oh, okay right I feel valid again I can do this um and I would say even like try not to come up with a plan b right? I know that this can be intimidating. Like we all kind of want this safe place to fall back into. But if you don't come up with a plan B and like you just hold yourself accountable to plan A as the only option, uh, then no matter what, you're going to find a way to make it work, right? So if your goal is to, I don't know, for example, um, run a marathon and you've been practicing on a treadmill, but in February we get pushed into another lockdown, which is probably possible at the state of, of the world right now, unfortunately, and, and gyms close down, then you can start running outside. Um, and I know it may be cold and it may suck a little bit, but if your goal is really serving you, it's really serving your higher self and not just your ego, 
then the modifications won't won't kill your goal. Our mindset's really everything and, and developing the ability to just hold yourself accountable and modify when necessary can be super helpful. And that really leads into recognizing that impermanence is a part of life and that's something that can actually help set you up for success as well. So if we hold on to too much expectation of what something looks like at one given moment, we can really set ourselves up for failure if we're unable to recognize and accept that impermanence really is a, a, a part of life that we can't avoid. So we may not always have the same studio to practice yoga in, for example, but that doesn't mean that our goal can't be achieved if our goal is, I don't know, to do a handstand, <laughs> right? So we may go through loss or an unexpected breakup or, you know, a change in our environment, but recognizing it and just acknowledging and really understanding that impermanence, um, you know, can, can actually be a, a first step towards acceptance and maintaining or the, the maintenance actually of our goals, right? So um, it, recognizing impermanence can be something that obviously is difficult, but if we can do it, um, then it'll make those modifications, uh, you know, a, a lot easier, especially in these times that we're living in where things really aren't permanent. You know, maybe things are going to be open, then they're going to close, and then we're going to be able to travel, and then we're not, and we're not. <laughs> then, you know, actually being able to accept that impermanence is just just a piece of life um, will we'll make those transitions a lot easier, right? So, Another thing is that, um, or actually probably the last piece that I'll give here is just that our energy is so important and who we share it with can make or break our goals. So try surrounding yourself with people who actually share similar interests or goals or at least people who support you. Right? If you're around someone who supports you, you'll feel lifted up by their energy. Um, really try to tune into that because you'll feel supported by the right people. There are some people who will actually suck your energy out of you and make you feel like your goals are stupid or unattainable. And there are people who will make you feel like you can do anything, right? So try to find those people and stick with them. Um, and, and more importantly, try to be that person for others too. Like from on a personal standpoint, there was somebody that I met a few years ago and he was became a mentor to me and he really lifted me up like I, I remember saying that I felt like I was floating in clouds every time that I was with him or that you know I would speak with him because he made my goals seem so attainable he really would say things like oh you can do anything like you really can you know and just like having that extra belief and like support from someone was so amazing you know and I, at that point in my life I found myself taking action right like just by one person saying like hey like I know that you can do it right um, and I've also been around people, um, you know, actually that same year I met someone who would really suck energy out of me, right? I, I, anytime I would say, oh, I have this idea, he would be like, oh, I, I don't really know. I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, I don't know if you can do that or, or whatever it was. It was just like my ideas were always inferior or, you know, uh, my goals were never attainable. Um, these were things that it, uh, just being around him really sucked energy out of me. You know, I'd put this energy out into the into the space and be like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to do this. And I would be like kind of immediately squashed. And I'm sure when I say this, there are probably people that come up for you, right? 
there's definitely been moments where you've been super excited about something or passionate about something and someone has been like ah I don't really know about that it's kind of lame right and that just like squashes your energy you've been vulnerable by like being openly excited about something and then people squash you down and like there's really nothing worse than that um at least for me I I've, I've always hated that feeling um and so really surrounding yourself with people who actually make you feel super empowered so important because there are people who will make you feel like you're floating like really that's how I describe it it feels like you're floating in the clouds like you can you can really do anything and those are the people to be around if you ever need positive words of encouragement send me a message <laughs> you can contact me at the prana Om wellness instagram um and I just want to say as well so this was no by no means like a complete list of of you know ways to set yourself up for success but there are definitely a few things that you can do and you can try within the new year. And if you're interested in actually chatting more about separating your ego from your higher self, let me know just by sending a DM on, like I said, the Prana Own Wellness Instagram account. And if you want another episode on setting goals, let me know because we could definitely dive into that a bit deeper and kind of explore a few other techniques, maybe even more traditional ones because these ones were a bit uh, were a bit more about mindset, for example. Um, and yeah, so next week's podcast will officially be launched in 2022. Super excited for what the future holds. So now I'm actually going to go and take my own advice and get prepared for the new year and Prana's future growth. Uh, so thanks for listening. Remember to listen to your inner self. Thanks. Interested in learning more? Check us out on our website, pranaomwellness.com, where you can find wellness products to aid in your journey, as well as articles to help you dive deeper into your own unique practice. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok by searching at pranaomwellness. Don't forget to lean into your inner voice. We trust you.